Listen, I'm easy to find. And listen, they can kiss my ass if they don't like it. It's Nathan back with another video presentation. Happy Wednesday. It is, mm -hmm. can I, does not feel like a Wednesday to me. Does not at all. No. <laughs> this is episode 10, season six of Big Nate Sports Talk podcast. This is part two of the NFL 1.0 mock draft. Sean Spencer from that one half of the dynamic duo, the man, the myth, the legend, Herndon's finest, is back with me. Um, yes, Missed last night's episode. Be sure to check that out. I'm mm -hmm. also going to um, go back and do some uh, shorts. More than that, just or not for that for the mock draft, but also for the WNBA mock draft as well. Mm -hmm. uh, so definitely, definitely be tuned in for that. Check that out. Um, in this episode, we're going to continue with picks 16 through 32, and then we're going to get into a little free agency talk. And the next video you'll probably see more than likely from me is. Friday, maybe see one tomorrow because there's something the WNBA that happened. Uh, Kathy Engelberg as the commissioner, very, very tone deaf on some of the mm -hmm. comments after the recent arrest of Brittany Griner overseas in Russia. And I'm hoping that Brittany, I'm praying for Brittany Griner, hoping that she's staying safe and there uh, we get her home safely. Mm -hmm. And also, too, still want to take this opportunity to pray for those in the Ukraine. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. Finding more and more. Um, vile, disgusting stuff that's happening to the people of Ukraine. So I'm just continuing to just pray for those. So um, be sure to give this video a thumbs up, like, comment, and subscribe. Let's get into it. So we last picked off with the top 15. Um, 16. This, 16, excuse me, where we picked off at Nicobe Dean. Dean, mm -hmm. excuse me. Uh, I said Dean. <laughs> Please forgive me, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, linebacker. I think Philadelphia should continue to build their defense. Mm -hmm. um, as particularly, I had them taking Sauce. No, I had no. Never mind. I had them taking Derek Stingley Jr. Mm. because I think they need a guy on the other side of Darius Slay. That's where fifteen. At, I had him at fifteen. Yes. Yeah. Because I got right for Nick Fred. Sixteen is where I had. Um... Oh snap! You just gave me my. I, I didn't have I didn't have uh, Nicole Diva. I had a uh, Jameson Williams. Williams. Okay, the wide receiver. Yeah, from Alabama. Okay. So. Okay, I'm not mad at that. Yeah. So I feel like Nicole Dean. He's definitely, um, he's one he's one of the best. I think he got the Dean Buckus mm -hmm. award. Um, probably he's one of the best linebackers in the nation. So oh, yeah. I mean, the only thing is he's um. Like Devin Bush, I think he's like the same height as Devin Bush, like 5'10 and 5'11. Mm -hmm. I remember correctly. So that's the only thing that's a knock against him. But other than that, I think he has the tools to be a good linebacker. And he, he is quick into the ball, man. He is an outstanding in pursuit, man. And he's he's fast. That's the thing. He, Very. And anybody off that defense, you know, is good, but 
he mm-hmm. he especially stood out. So definitely, I'm down with him. I would love him. I honestly, I'm like Washington. We need a linebacker, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. 2.0 things could change. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. Very true. Very true. Stay tuned. This next team, um, no, they're no longer in San Diego. They're back in Los Angeles. Uh, they're led by yes, that sir. guy. LA. LA. They're back, <laughs> they're back in they're led by the young young gun and Justin Herbert. Um that Chargers team, I think, has all the tools to make the playoffs. There was just a mm-hmm. couple brain farts he had last year down the stretch. I looked at the looked at the Chargers, and the one thing that stood out to me was their defense. Mm-hmm. They just cut uh Brian Bogara. Bogla, I think he says his last name. And I'm like, okay. They can fill that hole. Because I think the biggest thing is, I mean, they got Darren, they got Darren James. Mm-hmm. Uh, they talk about trying to see if they get trying to get recruit the honey badger to come out there. So they can work on the defensive line. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, they, they, they got, you know, they just got the, they got uh, Khalil Mack now. They got Khalil Mack. So mm-hmm. I this might be a reach. I with the 17th pick, the Los Angeles Chargers select Jordan Davis. Oh wow. Um out of Georgia. Shot okay. Anthony Handy, SEC, SEC. Um, they the, the the Chargers. I looked at this stat before we went uh, earlier today. They were ranked thirtieth against mm-hmm. uh, stopping mm-hmm. the run. Yeah, and I really feel like they need to buff up that defense. Don't get yep. me wrong; they got guys. I think with a healthy Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack, uh, Darren James, mm-hmm. and. Um, Asante Samuel Jr., mm. they are a playoff team. Guaranteed. Oh, was that doubt? This was the same team that last year I said on the round, on the Sean Spence on the round table, I said that they lost the San Diego Chargers, excuse me, Los Angeles Chargers, excuse me, would be a top four seed. And um, yeah, that came back to bite me in the ass. Did, did, didn't, you, didn't you hit a guarantee on that one? I did. did you? Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> but look, no, but you're absolutely right. I mean, I, I don't go that far from you. I said the other guy. I said Devontae Wyatt. Mm. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I said that they, uh, yeah, I said they should it's go. Conrad. Right. Yeah, like right, exactly. So, and that's only because I had Jordan Davis going sooner. Um, I know I absolutely agree that they need to do something to stop. They have Derwin James back there. J.C. Jackson they just picked up. To go along with, you know, Sante Samuel Jr. and those other guys. I honestly think they are going to be legit this year. They've mm-hmm. been making moves. Definitely and making some moves. And look, hey, what I'm going to say right now, give me a guarantee on it. L.A. Chargers, Jacksonville Jaguars, AFC Championship game 2022. Guaranteed. There you go. Wow. Okay. Okay. Interesting, interesting, interesting. I can see the jar. I can see the charge. The AFC is going to be a bloodbath this year. It's, it's crazy because the Jags are making it. hell of a lot of moves, and then you already know what the Chargers are now doing. And then we're coming into the draft. They pick a big time player like this. Oh come on now. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Let's move on to this next team. Um, Drew Brees is no longer there. Sean Payton, you know, well. From, I think mentally just wore himself out. Mm. You know, you're hearing stuff like he's in the office till like three, four in the morning. Mm. Um, I I think mentally he's just stepped away from the game. 
I just think also too he got a, I think he had COVID twice and uh I just think all that went on. I think not having his his good his star quarterback for the first time since what oh five oh six so it's a it's a it's a it's a trend this was a now this is now year two of the transition phase of Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. Now the New Orleans Saints, ladies and gentlemen, regardless of the NFL raising the salary cap, they're still operating in the red. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they really don't have the luxury of making moves unless some guys like really quick, let's just take a, a gander yeah. at the New Orleans Saints salary cap, shall we? I'm gonna use my my good old trusty uh Spot track because um, these guys, some, some guys you might have to really consider taking a pay cut. Mm. And that ain't happening. So actually, there have a little, actually, Spot track has, has it this way estimated cap space top 51 under two and a half million dollars. Mm. That's nothing. Hmm. And then they got thirteen million in dead cap, right? Because of Drew Brees, Traquan Smith, Latavius Murray. Then there's some other guys that are making less than hundred thousand dollars. Your highest paid player is Michael Thomas. Hmm. His dead cap is thirty seven. His cap hit is thirteen. Armistead's making thirteen. Cameron Jordan's making 12. Taysom Hill's making 12. Malcolm Jenkins making 11. Demario Davis, Roby Rover making $10 million. What am I saying? They broke. <laughs> so why not start the new era of who that nation with the 18th overall pick the New Orleans Saints select Desmond Ritter? Um, I think this would be the guy to start off the new era in New Orleans. Um, Jameis, I, I, I think the injuries, I just don't think we saw enough with Jameis Winston. Taysom Hill really didn't show me much to say, hey, I'm the guy that can take your friend, take this team to from here to here. Mm-hmm. And then they had uh, Ian Book in that game against the Dolphins, which mm-hmm. was just flat out ugly. Um, I think this is, I think this is, an opportunity to start a new era with uh, probably one of the, I, and ironically, if you think about it, Sean, I had all four quarterbacks on the first round. Mm. So um, he being the last. So I think that this is a, I feel like this is a guy that New Orleans could should consider and they could take with the first, in the, in the first round. I will agree with, your premise. I see where you're going with that, and I absolutely agree. A quarterback is definitely what they need, but I am going to go and uh, kind of focus on the quarterbacks that they have. You have Taysom Hill, who is known for his running, but he can throw. He's very mobile. You have Chase Daniel, who sits on the bench, who's, who's known for – he can throw a little bit, but he's more mobile and everything like that. I think – I like Desmond Ritter. I think you go Matt Corral. I think you bring mm. him in. He is very mobile. He's small. He's that same size. Drew Brees, all of them, shorter guys. 
They are mobile, and that's what you're going to need until you're able to build that O-line. So I love the quarterback. I definitely think they need that. And I know there's been rumors in the water about Watson potentially going there. We'll see because, like you said, they broke. Ain't got no money. That you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so they, 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 they have they have to literally cut some corners and because some of these guys want to restructure their deal. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That's that's just ridiculous. Absolutely. Um, I I considered Matt Corral. Um, I I did, but I I kind of was like, uh, the, them was, to me, they're neck and neck. They're neck honestly. and neck. Ritter and Corral are neck and neck. Like I would, I would go either or. So I'm not. I have no issues with this. I'm saying, me personally, I pick Corral. Corral in this one, for sure. You know, I personally yeah. want Corral on Washington. Like I think he would be great. But that's you know, I'm biased. Right. Now let's go back to the city, the city of brotherly, brotherly love. Mm, uh, they again? had the, again with the 19th <laughs> overall pick, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, a couple of these first round picks came from the, the trade for Carson Wentz. And it looks like Philadelphia is starting to win that trade. Mm-hmm. So I still stayed on the defensive side of the ball. I did consider that Philadelphia would take Tyler Leidenbaum out mm-hmm. of Iowa because Jason mm-hmm. Kelsey signed one more year and he's getting old. He's, I mean, obviously he's older. But like, okay, they could use a center. But I decided to stick with defense. Hmm. And with the 19th overall pick, the Philadelphia Eagles select David Ajobo. Um, wow. wow. Out, out of Michigan. I think that with this pick, I, I feel like this is an instant rebuild with these three guys, Stingley, Nicobe Dean, and Ajobo. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people even had him – they had people had him projected higher. Some people had us Baltimore taking him. But I think – he would be really good in that rotation mm-hmm. because I think Brandon Graham is not getting any younger. Mm-hmm. So, but but still, he's still solid. I mean, he's still he got hurt. He's still very legit. So very legit. But I'm just saying, at some point, you know, the torches will be passed. He's going to be passed on right. if they consider drafting David. Right. Um, I think he. I, I was. I don't want to say he's a project. He's going to need. A, he's going to need some time to develop hmm. as a linebacker. Okay. Which there's always there's always that growing room. I give him about a year or two. Okay. I think he'll try to be a good a good linebacker. Um, definitely, for, definitely he's disruptive. I mean, he showed it this past season in Michigan. I think he's probably that one of the reasons that Michigan defense was was outstanding. You know, even mm-hmm. though they lost in the Final Four, but mm-hmm. I think he his but his they got there. Really, they got Who there. expected them to get there at the beginning of the year? Exactly. You know? Yep. No, I agree. I absolutely agree with you. I personally, I had the uh, the Purdue defensive end George like Carlos. Oh, George Carlos. Uh, yeah, I like his size. He's got explosiveness. I watched a lot of that uh, Big Ten. But yeah. honestly, I I didn't know if this was too early. But since you said like I like I like David Ajabu here, I would mm-hmm. I'm one of the people that would have picked him a little earlier. And yeah, if we were if we were to. Dra- like trade back into the first round, that would be somebody that I would be eyeing for sure. I think he's he, he like you said, he's the other half of Aiden Hutchinson did his thing, but he did his thing because he had the, also this threat on this side too. Yep. So that's true. Good point. Yeah. Good point. Now let's go back. Let's get to and in, into the AFC North. Um, just a few miles up above me, hmm. Pittsburgh. Uh, now. 
the Big Ben Roethlisberger era is over. It's finished. Uh, Hall of Famer. The Steelers, uh, regardless of his play, showed tremendous holes to me, in my opinion, the game that mm-hmm. I saw. Uh, Najee Harris, to me, in my opinion, I think was a major- cannot be a, cannot be a majority of that offense. Um, there were a lot of times where I looked for Charles Chase Claypool, Washington. I know Juju Smith-Schuster was out, but there were times I was looking at them. They really weren't reliable. Especially Washington dropping the ball, dropped a lot of passes, kind of like Hollywood Brown in some situations. Mm. But I looked at particularly that stood out to me was their offensive line. They that's something that hasn't really truly been addressed. Mm. Um, Marquise Pouncey's not there anymore, and the guys that they've signed, eh. so. With the 20th pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, the Pittsburgh Steelers select Kenyon Green. Um, I really feel like they really need to consider building that offensive line for the next few years. Mm. Um, I'll be honest, I considered Matt Corral going here, Mm -hmm. but my concern was – I don't think it's quarterback, offensive line. That's the one thing that said to me. If you notice, Big Ben last year, even when he the way he got the ball, the reason he's getting the ball in his hand so quickly, because I don't think he really trusts his offensive line. Hmm. Now we could say that offense, that style of play works, but there were a lot of moments that this past season where he's taking hits at his age. Hmm. So I really think this is a good pick um, for them. Uh, he's very versatile from what I've seen on on tape. He did pretty well in the combine, so why not? Why not take him? Now, um, I don't want to say this is the guy, but this is something that Pittsburgh should start off. They need to address the offensive line. Hmm. Okay, I agree. I definitely agree. They need to address the offensive line. This is actually where I had a job. And I wanted him to run opposite of TJ Watt, just like he did opposite of Hutchinson, you know, and being in Pittsburgh. And I thought that would be a good fit for him. I think it would be able to, you can have it like uh, Greg Lloyd and uh, Kevin Green in the early 90s. Uh, you know what I mean? So I thought like that'd be a good one two punch. For I sure. thought, you know, a good system for him to come into. But I I mean, I totally, I, I, I like this. They need O line, no doubt. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. but uh, but this is where I, I definitely this is where I had a job. So I didn't I had one pick behind you. So for sure, for sure. The next team, the team where they deflate balls and mm-hmm. um, the divorce. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. The team where the the divorce um, of Tom Brady and Bill Belichick happened, the New England Patriots. A um, couple things that stood out to me. Um, this year, their defense. Mm-hmm. I thought on paper, at one point, they were a top five defense. Mm-hmm. But there was, we got to see against Buffalo um, in the playoffs, Josh Allen. Yeah. yeah. With oh, shoulders. my God. Definitely. So, um, I'll 
did feel like the couple things I looked at was their corners, mm-hmm. um, linebacker. They're really just in the edge. But I went with the 21st overall pick, the 21st overall pick, the New England Patriots select Kareem Elam. Ooh. Um, I think he would be a good fit here for the yeah. Patriots. Uh. Um, because now that JC Jackson is now gone, uh, he's not going we to San that. Diego. Right. So I feel like why why not? Why not consider drafting this guy here? Uh I mean he's I think he would fit a Bill Belichick system. You know, I think he has the length and he's really good at man coverage from what some of the games I saw from Florida, particularly, you know, games I saw with him at Florida. So I think they could consider taking him with the 21st overall pick. I I like that. I definitely do. I think I this I you opened my eyes to something because I was thinking totally opposite. I was thinking go offense. I was thinking you have your Mac Jones and I gotta shout out uh Big Nick. Okay. Our Nicholas Rosario, when we did that preview show at the beginning of the year, Nick called it. He said Mac Jones would be a perfect fit in New England. That defense was coming back after not playing, and they are going to get. In, they're going to get to seventh seed in the wild card to get into the playoffs. He said Buffalo is going to be number one, but New England's going to be right there with him. I was like, oh snap! Okay, he's right. He called okay. it. So I'm. I'm going to go with the trend. The trend is having you know your college quarterback get his college wide receiver. I'm going to go ahead and get Mechie. I'm. I think they're going to get John Mechie. Bring him mm. to New England. Actually, have a quarterback uh, receiver that now the quarterback knows, and this is a quarterback that's playing. You know, he's very conservative. We already know, and that the first Buffalo game, he threw what five, three passes. You know what yes. I mean? So then get him somebody that he knows and he's played with. If and that's the that's the trend in the league. Why not? Let, I mean, what I mean, you can get those other positions. You already know they draft well and they pick up and sign for ages and all that stuff. Well, so. Let's get a receiver. Help out your quarterback. If wait, remind, re- remind me again, how many passes did he throw in that game the first game against Buffalo? I, it, it was three. This is what's great about sports. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. <laughs> oh my gosh. The, the win game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But no, I actually, I actually like that. I actually, I'll be honest with you. I considered, I, I'll be honest. I considered Beachy mm-hmm. and Jamison Williams. Yeah. Uh, because and let's just keep it. Nikhil Henry, uh, I, I, I think they've given up. Didn't work. It just didn't, didn't work. work. And I, I, and I'm, and I have a buddy. I have a good friend, good mentor. When I was at the community college, I went to, Patriots fan. He was like, yeah, it, it just ain't working. Mm-hmm. I, he said he even saw it when he came out of college. Just yeah. Nah. It's not working. Nope. So they're going to definitely move on from him. Now, let's go to the West Coast. Uh, This team that um, got into the playoffs week 18. What? What? And you got to be kidding me. (laughs) The team that didn't have... uh, 
John Gruden, who sent out egregious emails. Derek Carr, who I felt like, who, who to me, I consider that one at this season, uh, MVP candidate. Got to the wild card and faced the Los Angeles Chargers. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about the Oakland Raiders. With the 22nd overall pick, the Las Vegas Raiders select Zion Johnson. Uh, no, uh, you're idle to see you. I'm not calling them Las Vegas. They're still going to be the Oakland Raiders to me. I'm sorry. Wow. Um, let it go. Let it go. <laughs> let it go. If I got to let go Tom Brady throwing a trophy, and now he's back. So you know we get in year two of that. Tom Brady trophy throwing 2.0. Okay. You need to let it go. <laughs> I will let this go if you let that Tom Brady throwing a trophy go. When you let it go, all right, whatever, let's go. I mean, you know what? Let's let, let's change it right here. Let's change it. There we go. Las Vegas. <laughs> the Las Vegas Raiders select Zion Johnson. Wow. Um, I think they could really bend, could really I, I, Alex Leatherwood. Not that he's not. He's actually 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 turned out to be a good a good lineman. I think he held his mm-hmm. own this this season. I just think where he was drafted, that was a reach. Mm. Uh, even where uh, shot the Nicholas Rosario, he had Baltimore <laughs> taking Alex Leatherwood. And I'm like, okay. But I, I feel like they could definitely definitely use offensive line. Um, mm-hmm. I think with, with, with Las Vegas, that line's kind of getting a little older. And I think why not? I mean, Derek Carr – I think they're going to continue to ride the ship with him as much as they can and get out of him. I think he's probably the, the most – I'd say he's the next last, in my opinion, available offensive line, mm. uh, yeah. lineman, not center, that I think Las Vegas should take advantage of and take. So. Yeah. I'm. Uh, this is where I'm going to put uh, – let me – what did I have? Hold on. Oh, oh yeah. This is where I'm going to put uh, Ohio State's Chris Olave. The wide receiver. Yeah, the wide receiver. What do we know about the Raiders? They are notorious historically for one thing. They love to go deep, and they love their fast wide receivers. Receivers. Think about all the Raiders receivers. You got the Tim Browns, Jerry Rice. Think about the Cliff Branch back in the day. You know, Jet. John Jett, they had in, in the time. You know what I mean? They love their even Deshaun Willie, Jackson. Yeah, Deshaun Jackson, Willie Galt. He was a you know a USA sprinter. They love their fast receivers. I think you go with somebody like Chris Olave, send him deep. There you go. Like I think you, that's I think that's where you go with that. I think they're gonna love that. And like you said, David, um, Derek Carr is he? He some reason gets so. He's so underrated. He's always in the top five in passing each year, even with yeah, all the mess that's happening. You know what I mean? I'm like, what? What are we? Are am I not seeing something? Like, what's going on here? No, I, you know, you know, and and I think a lot of it also too is is that one, and that's where again we have to start learning not to rely on the media, like ESPN, for example, because they're always going to spill out their stuff. There's, there's guys that think they, they know football or any sport, but sometimes they don't. 
and not not all the time. I, I think sometimes they, they just like to just just talk instead of actually watching the games. Like when like I remember a couple years ago, uh, it was I was watching it was watching first tape and Max Kellerman and Stephen A just completely just went off on him like you're not that good. Like you don't have that that kind of power. And I'm kind of like, well, what are you watching? Like the team around him was, was really not that good. Right. But uh, again, this is a resorts oriented league. It's a quarterback driven league. But I think that Derek Carr. I, and I'm gonna say this, and I'm, I'm gonna be on the record. I believe he was one of those guys in the locker room that willed the Raiders to get where they were last last year. But really, the, I think he was one of the reasons why they got to where they were and the to get to the playoffs. Oh wow, Henry Ruggs dealing with Henry Ruggs the situation, mm-hmm. the John Gruden emails, mm-hmm. um, those kind of things. I think the leadership that shows leadership. That shows tenacity, right? And I think that just shows, just I think how just the, that Raider team was. Right. So I'm actually not mad at that pick. I actually considered that, mm. or I actually considered uh, Traylon Burks. Yes, Marcus Hall, right? I considered him as well. Yeah. So I'm not mad at that, Sean. I'm not mad at that. You, opened, mm. you definitely opened my eyes on that. I should have known because it's particularly when you said Tim Brown and Jerry Rice, because yeah. that speed. That offense was definitely a cheat code. They love it, right? They love their wide receivers. We just talked about it. Well, yeah. <laughs> they love the offense. They love their wide receivers. So let's go to the desert. Um, after the Arizona Cardinals came up shorter than many me. What the hell was that? I'm, I'm, I'm pissed off. Get it together. Y'all look like trash. Uh, after the performance they had against the Rams, where they only scored 11 points offensively, um, they couldn't do deadly poo. Nothing. Um, and on top of that, their quarterback comes out and, you know, with the agent comes out with all these excuses. Well, we want to see long-term commitment from Arizona Cardinals on Kyler Murray. Could have, would have, should have is the difference what I'm talking about. The- I... The Arizona Cardinals are right now at a, a at a identity crisis yeah. right now. Because, yeah. um, you know, it's funny. This team started off 7-0. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear anything about the Cardinals. You said, oh, they are a legitimate contender to go to the AFC Championship. Mm-hmm. Now they struggle. Guess what? Then that's what the, the narrative happens again. Oh, it's uh, Anthony. What's good, sir? Um, oh, it's Cliff Kingsbury's fault. Oh, Cliff Kingsbury has to go. Oh, how could he get a job? Blah blah blah. And I'm like, well, sometimes, and, and again, it, it, it always can't be on the coach. Yeah. As players, I got to step it up. Yeah. So, I agree with that. With the 23rd overall pick, the Arizona Cardinals select Daniel Fale. Hmm. Um. I, I'll be honest with you. I think the biggest thing that stood up stuck out to me is their offensive line. Yeah. Uh, that's one thing that was that was hair that was a, just a complete eyesore. Um, now I, I think this is not a reach. I think he's more of a late first round, early day two. I definitely think he has. Um, he's six eight. I think he's almost. I think he's around 380-something. I think he has the tools to be a good offensive lineman. 
Um, I, I definitely think he would be good for mm-hmm. offense like Kyler Murray. Um, but like you said, I kind of have to think about it. That kind of offense, I, you kind of used it with uh, Evan Neal, you know, Jason Peters like. So mm-hmm. I think he would, I think the Cardinals should consider look at the offense. Now that Chandler Jones is gone, you know, and That's I, I mean, the only guy that I considered for the Cardinals was the George, uh, George Keller is zealous. Carl, Carl left something like that. Yeah. So I had to, I see, I thought, my first thought was uh, Chandler Jones. And once he left, I'm like, I need to fill that hole. So I didn't have Greg Lloyd taken yet. So I had Greg Lloyd in this spot. Mm. I thought, you know, Arizona, because we saw Zayvon, Zayvon, um, what was it? Zayvon, Zayvon Collins. Collins from last year at Tulsa. And you saw what happened and all that. That and was that good. I wanted him. I was telling him all last year. Bring Greg Lloyd in. Have him fill in that spot. Fix the wood messed up, and let's move on from there. I think that spot, that's what they need to need. Let's go ahead and fill it. You know? I agree. I agree with that. Not bad. I didn't Yo, know that. Uh, hey, real quick, this is not unrelated. It's baseball news. Just came on my phone. Um, Freddie Freeman signed a six-year deal with the Dodgers. I'm sorry. It what? just came up on my phone. I'm, I'm praying. I'm praying we sign Carlos Correa. Please, please vote for this man. Please, baseball guy. Wow. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. You know, it's okay. It's okay. I knew he was going to go to LA. That's okay. They got. We're going to get into that in a future video, ladies and gentlemen. You might see the. You might see a rant for me tomorrow, but that's okay. Um. Let's move on. To really Atlanta, really well. Look at it this way, and you still got you got you resigned Eddie Rosario. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen. Um, regardless of this new deal, the small market team still won. I mean, and look, I ain't gonna lie. He got his championship, and I think the Braves are going to be okay. Um, they could have went out and got Chris Bryant, but Chris Bryant's going to Colorado for the next like eight. Going to I think it's an eight year deal, mm-hmm. so. Just saying that I think the I think the Braves are going to be okay. I do. I mean, Freddie Freeman definitely yes. I mean, it's the end of an era, but he, yeah. So let's let's transition uh, to this next team. This next team, ladies and gentlemen, you might know them by this little tune. Uh, mediocre <laughs> team and Big D. <laughs> That's what makes this funny. <laughs> Yes. Wow. Um, this was the same team that wet the bed in the wild card against the San Francisco wow. 49ers. Um, 14 seconds. 14 seconds. I could have played the whole thing, but I'm not going to do that. Shout out to David Wright, Ash Swinton, Janae Strother. Shout out to them. Um, I forgot. And some of you, some of the Pastor Brandon. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, no, Jeremy, my my my, net, my, my cousin Jeremy, and uh, um, Jay Red, Jay Red, oh, shout out to them, shout out to those guys. 
yes, Dallas. So a uh, couple things that stand out to me about this. Um, Dallas is in a win now situation. Mm-hmm. Okay. They don't have a lot of salary. They don't have a lot of money to make moves neither. It's make or break. Yep. They know they got to win now. Um, and I think they can. Now, what stood out to me the most in the area was offense. Mm. And a couple things I wanted to take into consideration really quick. I just want to bring up this salary cap so I can let you guys know where it's at. They have now over $24 million in salary cap because mm-hmm. now Amari's gone. Uh, I do believe Jalen Smith and Amari Cooper, that's going to be dead cap. And then Blake Jarin and Kwanu Neal, that's going to be dead cap on the salary for them. And as of now, their highest paid player is Dak, and then behind them is Zeke. So they franchise tag Dalton Schultz. But I'm going to get the offensive line. Mm. Those guys are not getting any older. Now, mm. you may remember this guy. You mean any younger? Any younger, excuse me. I apologize. Thank you, Sean. They're not getting any younger. And the biggest thing, I think the reason for Dallas's success has been their offense. Mm. So I looked at my notes and I said, okay, why not? So with the 24th overall pick, the Dallas Cowboys select Tyler Ladenbaum. Hmm. Um, I think since Travis Frederick had to medically retire because of his condition, um, I would consider them. I would think strongly think they should take a center offensive line, you know, and it wouldn't hurt. Um, even though uh, I would have considered Tennessee taking him mm-hmm. because Ben Jones is now gone, but I'm like, Dallas could, could take him. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you pushed me, if you pushed me, I considered other Zion Johnson mm-hmm. or Bernard Raymond. Hmm. I considered okay. one of them, but I'm kind of like, well, hey, Dallas could use a center. So hmm. why not? I mean, Sean, what do you think? No, I, I honestly, I looked at it just like you did. And I said, all right, I want them to go offense. And last year they went all defense in the draft. It worked. This year, let them go offense. Mari Cooper, gone. Um, you got you signed Michael Gallup, but Cedric Wilson, gone. You franchise tagged um, Schultz, but Blake Jarwin, gone. You need a pass catcher. You need somebody that's going to break. I still had Traylon Burks available from Arkansas. I think that's a steal at 24, and I think they can go bring him in. He can come in there with CD. You know what I mean? Because at this point right now, you have CD Lamb and Michael Gallup. And, you know, who's your number one? You know CD, I mean? as of now, with CD. Right, but. You know what I mean? So it's like you have those two, and then you don't fall off when you bring in that third guy, and you know Dak loves his tight ends and third receivers. So, you know. Right, right. Oh, I just had to get something. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, you're fine. I just had to get my cousin. I have an alarm that's going to go off in a couple minutes. Sure. I had to grab it. So, um, no, I, I, I didn't think about that. That's a very good point, too. So, uh, okay, I would I would consider I I 
looked at the offensive line. I did not. I should have considered wide receiver now that Amari's gone. I didn't think that would happen. But. No, I didn't either. That's the, that's the thing. A lot of this stuff changed in the last 24 to 48 hours. <laughs> A lot has changed. So let's let's move to above us. Mm. Hopefully they stay in Buffalo, crossing fingers. Mm. The Buffalo Bills select Trent McDuffie, mm-hmm. corner. Like um, I think this would be a good fit for Buffalo because I'm looking at Tre'Davious White. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. I don't really know. We, I, I, you know, we don't really know since he's going to be out. Um, I just feel like just take the corner. Yeah. Uh, out of Washington, mm-hmm. very athletic. I love his awareness. Um, he, I mean, he he's not like Stingley Jr. or Sauce Gardner, but he will hold his he will hold his own weight. Very true. And that was kind of the biggest thing that was lacking in Buffalo. <clears throat> I should have given a little predecessor. This this Buffalo team that got to the AFC Championship and gave us a show. Yep. Um, for one to remember, where people because. They don't know how to play defense. Hmm. Um, have people talk about the rules are trash. Change overtime rules. What the hell was that? Absolutely. So, hmm. I'm still trying to figure out how do you give Patrick Mahomes 13 seconds? How do you do that? How do you do that? I don't understand how you don't squib kick it. Why don't you just squib it? Squib it right down the field. It'll bounce around. At most, you'll probably get like five seconds. One play. That's all they would have. But you you totally effed it up. If I if I if I could just if I saw Sean McDermott in person, and I I just would just have one question in that game. That I mean that last few seconds. Sean McDermott, not McVeigh, Sean McDermott, excuse me. But that's mm. it, McVeigh? No, you said McDermott. McDermott. Sean McDermott. What the hell are you doing? What the hell are you doing? That, why did you not squib it? Like Sean said, why did you just not squib it? It's just so I, yeah. I think this, I think you should definitely consider taking him. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't know what your Davis is going to, his where he's at. And again, when you're recovering from an injury like that, it's not just the physical part, but it's yeah, the mental part. Exactly. So, yeah. No, I went there too. I absolutely agree with you. Um, yeah. I went to the other one, though. I went um, Kyle Gordon, you know. Hey, Chad, good to see you. What's going on? What's going on? Um, yeah, no, I went to Kyle Gordon. Honestly, I, I love Ooh. the speed. I love the size. I love what he brought to the table. And I think I exactly like you're saying, Tredavious White injury. We don't know if he's going to come back the same guy that he was before. And before he was a playmaker, he was a ball. We don't know if he's going to come back that same way. So let me, let me get some insurance. Let me get a guy that I know is going to be really solid. He's going to play well for me. Get him in the first round. You already know, we just picked up Von Miller in Buffalo. So I'm like, you know, right, right. I don't like that contract, but, but Hey, if he gives me what he gave, um, the Rams in the last part of the season, that's all they need. They needed somebody like that to take over the game. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll give I'll, I'll grant you that. That's fair. Yeah. I'll concede that point. Yeah. I mean, they have a massive piece of magic on the offense. So, 
<laughs> Janae Strellis, shout out to you, girl. Let's go. And also, too, you know, I, I also consider, um, because if your name's not Gabriel Davis or Stephon mm. Diggs, Josh Allen and or Dawson Knox, Josh Allen could use another receiver. Mm. I consider Trey Traylon Burks mm. or Chris Olaf. Ooh, oh, I like that. I considered it because Cole Beasley and Emmanuel Sanders yeah. did not just didn't. I just don't think panned out. And also, mm. too, Gabriel, Gabriel Davis was the only one that really had a pulse. Stefan Diggs, what were he fell apart in the playoffs? He fell apart now all season. He was solid, but in the playoffs, yes, he was noticeably absent. He got doubled. He got doubled in every single playoff game, but yeah, I get it. I get exactly what you're saying. Yeah, I, you know, but yeah, I know I went defense, but I, I can get that. I can get that. Let's go to this next team, the Volunteer State, mm. um, where without King Henry, they got to the playoffs and they lost to Joe Burrow hmm. and the Cincinnati Bengals. you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. The, um... I love that one. R.I.P. Denny Green. <laughs> Look, the, 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 the rest of it, exactly. You know what? 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 Crown them already. <laughs> I, I really feel like the Titans need to buff that offensive line. I mm. really strongly considered um, a wide, another wide receiver. Mm. Alongside the AJ Green, but I really think that them letting Corey Davis walk was a mistake. That's mm-hmm. number one. Um, Julio they, Jones, they just left. They lost him today. They, they cut him. They released him today. Yeah. Mind-boggling. So I mean, again, and then also too, I I really wasn't understanding. I, I know Tannehill didn't have a good game in that playoff game, but he. Without Derrick Henry, what he was, are okay? He was solid. I mean, he he was better than a, a terrible quarterback. Yeah. He was good. He and he kept them afloat, and he kept them at the number one seed without Derrick Henry. So Henry. I I can't I can't disagree with you. You got to give him his due. And I'm and I'm kind of like okay, but Derrick came back. Mm-hmm. Did that take some momentum away? Now, like I say, that Ben Jones is now gone. Mm-hmm. And I believe his name is Roger Sofield, Sofold, or something okay. like that. Yeah, they're going to let him go probably as well. So why not take Bernard Raymond uh, with this pick? I like Bernard out of Central mm-hmm. Michigan. I think he's a good uh, tackle. Uh, again, me, I, I I value offensive linemen. I think you again you can get them Weird. day one, day two, day three. But if I'm Tampa, I'm mean, t- t- Tennessee, the Volunteer State. I'm considering buffing up this offensive line yep. and just and, and just retooling it for years to come. So why not take it with this? And I think he's already. I think from what I from what I've saw at the heard from other people articles that I read on him, he's already shown that his development is good. So. Mm. 
Yeah, no, I, 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 I totally, I don't disagree with you. Like, I, I, I 100% agree with what you know what you got going on there. I think you go O line. I actually went to um, guy from Northern Iowa, Trevor Penning. You know what I mean? Oh, I, I definitely had him gone. I had Baltimore taking him. Yep. I like. I really like him, and I thought he would be around. I think he would be a steal. Um, steal the people that don't really know him, but the us that like kind of follow this. It's kind of like. We can see. I think he is solid in Northern Iowa, and I think he will be a great help to a team that is dedicated to running. You I agree with mean? that. So I agree with that. But yeah, I mean, I would be. I, I completely. I, Bernard Raymond. I, I'm with that too. You know what I mean? So I'm kind of like, I can go in that direction. I like that. Yeah, for sure. So we're going to go on a two minute warning here. Mm-hmm. We're going to go instant offense. Um, with the 27th overall pick, the now Tom Brady led Buccaneers again. Oh my God. Right. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers select Jamison Williams, wide receiver. Um, the rich get richer. I think with the departure of Antonio Brown, uh, they did resign Chris Godwin. Mm-hmm. I like Scotty Miller, I think they could use a slot or number three wide receiver. Um, I feel like this could be a reach because uh, I don't know where he's at truly with his injury, uh, his recovery. I did consider Traylon Burks or Chris Olaf. Hmm. Um, so, I mean, with Tampa, at this point, because they did, I did also consider offensive linemen. I considered um, – Actually, yeah, no, by the time we got to Tampa, Tampa I had no offensive linemen. Mm-hmm. They were all going to be in day two or day three. I considered Bernard Raymond because Ali uh, Manfred retired. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I considered him at that pick. Um, so, so why not? Yeah, I went, bro, I went Bernard Raymond, you know, because I knew Jensen's gone and I knew that was. Well, they just resigned him. Uh, oh, they just signed him? They already signed Ryan Jensen. Oh, they, okay. So um, Ali's the only one that's retired. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's where I went Raymond. I went line. Yeah, I went bulk up the line. If you're going to bring him back, then you need to bring in some young, fresh help that's going to help him out. You know, he'll like that. And, and there, there's going to be some kind of weird fact, like this guy wasn't even born when Brady was drafted, some random stat like that. But I think it'll it'll be a weird, nice connection. I think you bring in the O-line, bring in um, the guy I just mentioned, the guy from Central Michigan, Bernard Raymond, and just help bolster that line, keep Tom Brady upright, keep help him get to 45. I agree. I agree with that. Let's go to the land of cheeseheads where there's more drama. Always always drama. Aaron Rodgers got his money. Would be freaking do. Huh. This is how I believe, okay? I'm from the old school. I believe this. <laughs> no, listen, uh, all seriousness. Uh, Devontae has in, has ne- did not accept the franchise tax. He's looking for the long term. Mm-hmm. He's looking for the money. Because uh, now that I think Christian Kirk, I think he got some big, big money. money. Big so money. That's what Devontae is. The Jacksonville Jaguars. So uh, with the 28th pick, the Green Bay Packers select Chris Olaf. Um, I think they really could give Aaron Rodgers a weapon. Other, than, I like Scantling, Vada Scantling, 
Alan Lazard really did have a good had a good year, um, but I think he could use another weapon, another another wide receiver. Um, I think Randall, Randall Cobb and eh, hit or miss. Mm. Um, I did again. I did not have an offensive lineman. I think they could have got it in day two, day three, day four, mm-hmm. um, because now they really didn't address Corey since Corey Lindsay left to go to Los Angeles, the center. Mm. Um, they don't. They could really use some offense line help. So I'm like, uh, there was really no one else I considered mm. to take because um, the offense line. I saw the potential for that to me. A potential first round picks are all gone after 26. Mm. So, like my guy uh, Lee Corso says on a college game day, not so fast. Uh-oh. I think what they need. Since losing Zadarius White, you need defense. Oh, Zadarius Smith. Or Zadarius Smith, sorry about that. You need defense. I think you go to the the guy from Houston, Logan Hall, 6'6", He's you know He can play in the middle, very underrated because he went to Houston. Now he's big-name schools, but he can play. I've seen a lot of that, um, a lot of those games. Um, and I mean, he's quick off the ball, dominates that line, demands you know two guys and, and you know guys bumping him and everything of that nature. So I like that direction. I think that the Packers need something to keep that line. They need something to the, the defense was solid last year. Build it, build it up. Because to be honest with you, that kept them in that game. You know when it and that playoff game against San Francisco, that defense was holding strong, but the offense. Let them down. So I, get, down. I I agree with the receiver thing, but I'm going to go with the history of the Packers. The Packers, since Brett Favre was there, has never drafted him a guy like that, a receiver. No. So, you know, he's always asked for help. They don't do that. You know what I mean? So, boom. I think you go defense. But yeah. I, like, I love this pick. But for sure. I, Let's go down to the 305. Um, the same 305 that uh, the Dolphins – Miami Dolphins that fired Brian Flores after going on a hot streak and we're one game away right. of being the Orleans Saints. And they have an owner that most likely uh, tried to pay hmm. his co- former head coach to tank games. Um, now, most likely. He had a card quarterback controversy. He did. Mostly, I, I believe. He did. Um, quarterback controversy. Um Front office liked Tula, Brian Flores didn't. Hmm. I think he wanted Justin Herbert, he went to Sean Watson, and I think we created a division. So uh, the Miami Dolphins, I think, have the pieces, I think, on offense. But I went defense on this one. With the 29th pick, the Miami Dolphins select Devontae Wyatt. Um. Now, some people may think, wow, he's kind of late going in the first round, but I think they need to, in my personal opinion, they should consider looking at defense. I considered Logan Hall at this position. Mm-hmm. I did. Uh, either him or Logan Hall, take your pick. But I, I again, off they, they could use some offensive line help, but – there was nobody than the guys that I had that were first round. There's nobody else I could say that's a reach where I can mm-hmm. get them in day two, day three. So I 
defense, offense with this pick. You could go with anything, but I just went with Devontae Wyatt. I like that. I like that. Um, with them, I know I, I kind of went, went. I went secondary. Yeah, Gabe Howard had that year two years ago that was pretty solid, and last year kind of fell off the map. And they kind of dealt with a lot of stuff last year, especially on defense. So I went with the safety uh, from Georgia, Lewis Kine. Sign. Um, I liked his speed. I liked his agility. Um, he was solid, and it was basically like a no-fly zone in that secondary. Not many people went deep on them. Uh, I mean, obviously, that, that front seven took care of most of anything coming out of there, but there's nothing that really went over their heads. Um, so I, I'm down. I, I think he's a great, good pedigree. And coming out of Georgia and that defense, I think that would be something that this new coaching staff will love for Miami. So I agree with that. Yeah, I went with your defensive side, but I just went that direction. So, yeah. I definitely agree with that. Now, let's go to the Midwest, the Hmm. same team that should, should have beaten. What's that? Uh, Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding? (laughs) Playoffs? We lost this the same Chiefs team that's been in the AFC Championship three years, mm-hmm. and you lost to Eli Apple and the Cincinnati Bengals. Mm-hmm. Bullshit. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I I I I still haven't recovered from that game. Look, um, they resigned Frank Clark. Mm-hmm. I was surprised they let they resigned him, but let the honey badger walk. Yeah. Uh, Tyron Matthew, I was surprised by that. Um, I I considered defense for this pick. Um, I be honest with you, I had four picks at this mm-hmm. pick. I considered Andrew Booth, mm-hmm. Darian Kennard, mm-hmm. and Logan Hall. Mm, okay. But I'm like, well. Playoffs. Kansas City offensively, they're dynamic. Mm. Now they really now they had now they, they brought back Josh Gordon, but they really haven't utilized him as much. Utilized him. Wait. He's you, you you think he's the same Josh Gordon that left that from before? No, but I think he I think he can bring I think he can bring something. I understand that, and I went I went there, so I that's where I went because I don't believe in Josh Gordon. Yes. I believe in who he used to be, but since he's been gone, since he's been gone, that's for you, Anthony. Um, I don't I don't believe in him. I personally went to J- uh, Jahan Dotson at the Penn State. I oh wow. He, he is a, a baller. I think he's going to move up into that first round. His stock is rising. Um, he did well at the combine. I love what he his explosiveness and his acceleration. So I think that they would do well picking him up. Be honest with you, because you, I, I agree with you. Defense, maybe go here. I thought about going. You know, maybe a linebacker. I thought about going maybe a safety, like a Kobe Bryant or something like that. But then I, or I even thought O line, but I was like, you know what, man, you got Tyreek, 
You know what I mean? You got some of these other guys. Let's get your number, a solid number two. Jump you in there and then really be a nice little toy to get KC into the champion so they can lose another championship game. Because they really haven't really had a legit number two since Sammy left. Right. So um, I went with the 30th overall pick, the Kansas City Chiefs select, Traylon Burks. Oh, I like uh, that. I think he would be good. Um, I, I I think he would. I think he would be a steal. Yeah. Because I think he would. I think he would love that screen, that quick screen and pass off offense. Oh, yeah. We can't see that. I think he would love that. Um, now I actually I've made a mistake. Darian Kennard is he's offensive lineman, so he actually was the last offensive lineman I had considered because um, they're not bringing back. Uh, that's the coach. I'm sorry. No, they're pretty much solid offensive line, so they're good. So uh, I consider Andrew Booth at that position and Logan okay. Hall. So um, it wouldn't hurt Kansas City to take a wide receiver with this pick. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I like uh, Miko Hartman, Pringle, but they need and they they really haven't had that guy. A number since, two, a number, legit number two since Sammy nope. Watkins was there. So. I'll even even I consider that George uh, George Carlifus okay. as well edge because yeah. I mean Frank Clark's not getting any younger neither so because right. I I seriously considered O line mm-hmm. because of obviously their O line issues but then I was like you know you you have an opportunity to give them a solid number two and Jahan Johnson a lot of mock drafts is going in the second round and I think that's a, that's that's a travesty he needs to be a first round pick in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I think he's right up there with the Alabamas, uh, the, the Williams and the Mechies. But because he played at Penn State, because they didn't do well this year. I think the team didn't do well this year. Well, well, right. So you're not getting that much attention. And that's a problem. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, again, I look, real quick, I look at the offensive line. They got Creed Humphrey, Trey Smith, Tooney, um, Orlando Brown Jr. I mean, he's franchise tag. But mm-hmm. they did address the offensive line. So. I think wide receiver for the Chiefs would make sense. Now, this next team, this next team was in the Super Bowl against the Los Angeles Rams. Mm -hmm. And um, Joe Burrow is elite. Yes. I'll be the first to admit that as a Raven fan. And the biggest thing, and Sean has given me credit for this, and I will continue to say it. I was on the Bengals taking Panay Soul. Mm-hmm. And they went with Jamar Chase. Because one thing, again, I, I'm i going to keep saying it. I value all particularly when you're going to build a, around a guy like that. Yep. And... Um, To just see where he's been at with his injury, why not say, okay, I need to buffle this offensive line. Now, they did go out and get an offensive lineman, but I think they could use more than what they got. Because their offensive line across the board was just pitiful. I think he got sacked. I wanted, I might be wrong on this step. I think it was almost 70 times he got sacked. About 70 this times, season. including the playoffs. Yeah. Including the playoffs. So when are we going to say something about it? I'm, you know what? I'm going to walk away. I'll be right back because I'm scared I'm going to say something that might get me in trouble because I'm pissed. I'm pissed. 
I agree. With, with a 31st overall pick, the Cincinnati Bengals select Darian Kennard. Hmm. Um, this pick makes sense because they just need to buff up that offensive line. I know someone's going to sit here and go, well, they they, they went inside. They got an offensive line. I think I, I think you're missing the point. When your guy is sacked 70 times plus playoffs, that tells me your offensive line did not do their job. And, I mean, you, 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 if you think Troy Hill or, uh, or, or well, whoever was on that line this past season is okay for Joe Burrow, you need to go back and look at some of them games. Now, case in point, mm-hmm. Jamar Chase worked out. But what if they just said, we'll take Panay Sewell? Because Panay Sewell, the Lions definitely took a steal in that one. But I don't, if you're Cincinnati, you cannot miss on this. You got to get some offensive line help. What, do you think it would be different if they took uh, Panay Sewell? Like, do you think they would have gone to the Super Bowl? No, I don't. Mm. But I think, been, I think it was been the right direction of them building that offensive line. For the long term? Yeah. For the long term. Because, I mean, even I mean, they could do it now. Yeah. But I'm just saying they can't, this time they can't miss on it because. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. I had that. That was the same thing I had in my mock. I had them getting online. I've had them protecting their investment. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I like you was like, oh, well, they got Jamar Chase, but it worked. Yep. Yep. I mean, and hey, hindsight's 2020. But honestly, in this spot, I went online as well. I went Kenyon Green. Mm. Um, I thought Kenny Green at a Texas A&M, 6'4", 330. I mean, the guy has a big mountains. He's, yeah, he's a big boy. He does his thing. And and I think, hey, exactly what you were thinking. Needed on line. Mm-hmm. You need to get these guys on that line, period. That's just that's the number one focus. We talked about he got sacked, what, nine times against the Saints. He got sacked a Super Bowl tying record seven times against the Rams. You need to address that. You do. I don't care. You need to do everything in your power to take care of that one thing. Or Joe Burrow needs to be like, I'm out. Peace. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I'm with you on that one. And with the final pick of the 2000, of the first round of the 22, of the 2022 NFL draft with the 32nd overall pick, drum roll, please, the Detroit Lions select. Andrew Booth Jr. Ooh. out of Clemson. I think uh, some people. I'll be. I was actually surprised. Some mock drafts had them taking Kenny Pickett. Um, I'm like, wow, you guys think Kenny Pickett is that that late? Um, I think he is the best player. When I looked, when I did my notes, the best player available in the draft. I think he would do wonders. On the other side, because of um, of Jeff Okoda out of the Ohio State, he was 2020 third overall pick last year. Towards he got injured, was out for the season. Uh, I like Booth's game, very versatile. Uh, I think he is the ideal player that I think could fit Detroit's defensive scheme. Um, it's particularly and shout out to Aaron Glenn. Aaron Glenn would love a guy like this. Aaron Glenn would definitely love a guy like this. So I think the the Lions should consider just continue to build that defense. 
I think they should consider that, absolutely. Um, I was one of the people that went with a quarterback. Honestly, I thought that you you're always good to have a backup. It's always good to have a number two. And you make Josh Dodger golf kind of not prove it, but kind of, hey, let's have a competition. Let's get a little uh, let's see what's going on. Let's let's get the blood flowing. Well, so, what, I, what, so, what, so you so your boy TV twelve is not good enough? Huh? No, look, TB12 is going to make things happen. You watch. TB12 is going to start a game this year. But he's going to – it's going to be because of injuries. But I think I think I, I picked up Desmond Ritter. I thought this would – but then I thought about it. Desmond or Kenny Pickett, in my opinion, right now. Hmm. Because at this particular point, I think they could use just having some of that young – Fire, just kind of pushing the mode, just keep keeping things going. Because Jared Goff, I don't know. I, I, I am not 100% sold that Detroit is 100% sold on Jared Goff. Let, 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 let me ask you this question. Let, let's let's have this Here we go. Record. Here we go. What, what is it about – I understand your point about the Super Bowl. Are, we, are you strictly saying because of his performance in the Super Bowl, you're not sold on him? What like what is it about Jared Goff? I, I just I, if, if if some if I didn't know who Jared Goff was, what is it that you're not sold on him about? So I said I'm not sold on the Detroit Lions being not sold on him. I don't think they are sold on him as their quarterback. Me personally, shoot, I'd love to have him watched in over Heineke. You know, maybe even over um, over Wentz. Yeah, that'd be great. But at, this, but at the same time, I'm not going to sit here and crown this guy like he's Tom Brady. I'm not going to sit oh, here and say he's an elite quarterback. Yes, he went to the Super Bowl. He did. And we can go to the whole quarterback or, or coach conversation. We can go to the whole court. Okay, thanks. We can go to the whole quarterback versus coach conversation and say – Oh, who is it? Who's who are we gonna give the credit to? Who are we gonna do that? But what I'm saying is Jared Goff, the, the whole trade and the whole situation was awkward. And he landed in Detroit. Detroit, who gave who gave away a 12-year guy, a vet, the guy that's been with them, now is without a quarterback. Now they're not sold 100. They didn't put Jared Goff in that role and say, hey, now you're the guy that's gonna be over 12 years. They said, "Let's this. Let's see what what happens." You so know, they have a coach. I don't think he's bad, but I don't think you, we can't just say, "Oh, let's keep giving them chance." Like, if they get a new guy, I think it'll be good to push, put, put a little fire there. I didn't say question, let him go. I I I don't I don't disagree with that. I don't. I, I I hear I hear exactly what you're saying, but it's like like the question, "Hey, Mister Al." How many licks does it get? Does it take to get to turn of a tootsie pop? How many more quarterbacks does Detroit need to go? I mean, they had Matthew Stafford for thirteen years, right? So is it then? Is it Matt Dan Campbell's not sold on Jared Goff, or is this ownership and front office that we all know that historically historically be not knowing their football and not knowing what the hell they're doing, letting? They're, you know, oh, their egos and not letting people know, let them handle the football side. Is this a front upper management, front office choice, or is this Dan Campbell? I think those are the questions that need to be asked because Dan Campbell, he took, I, I said Anthony Lyon, Anthony Lynn, excuse me. 
uh, he had hit. Dan Campbell took over that play calling, and they played offensively as a cohesive unit better. Mm. I'm not saying long-term Jerichoff's the answer. I'm saying here's a guy that can be a game manager. I just hate for Desmond Ritter or Kenny Pickett to any young quarterback to come into a situation like Detroit, and then it goes, oh, Draft another one after five years. But I don't think I, I don't want to... I don't think Detroit is Jacksonville right now. I don't think Detroit is the Jets right now. I think Detroit is a team that is has a good culture. We talked about Dan Campbell. We talked about Aaron Glenn. We saw how the last part of the year was last year. They were looking up. They were winning games. They beat the Packers. They beat the uh, the Cardinals. They they were winning against teams they should not have won against. They tied with the Steelers. You know what I mean? What I'm saying is that. With this, look, you guys dealt with it this year. Lamar went down. What were you going to do? McSorley, not that guy. McSorley went to Arizona, so we could he was gone. Huntley Hunt. proved that he was that guy. What do you need? You need a backup. Well, don't even do that. Don't even do that. Because the only reason you were still in the hunt is because Huntley came in and at least did decent. That's okay. I'll give you that. Yeah, I'm saying you need a backup. I'm going all the way back to Bucky Brooks. You need somebody that's going to come in here and potentially push the starter to be better. But you need to have a backup because if something happens, you need to have a good number two. We see teams like Carolina that have don't have they have three number zeros. None of them are number one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they don't have starters over there anymore. So you have to get. You have to get a number two. And if this number two, you can definitely let him uh, learn for a year or two. You know what I mean? And I think he's a little bit better than Jordan Love in Green Bay. Watch this. Watch this. The Detroit Lions should call up Tampa. I'll trade you TB. I'll give you RTB12 for Kyle Trask. Trask. Oh, yeah. Oh, I think that. I think I, I well, I mean, everyone said they're not sold on trash, but I take it. But I'm just saying, I I, I see what you mean. They need they, they do need someone to light that fire on Jared Golf. Let's see how yeah. he looks. I do agree we, with that. You have to get the best out of him. That's where I'm coming from. Yeah, that's fair. I definitely agree with that. Um, that's the first round 1.0, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Um, again, stay tuned for the 2.0. Uh, definitely, definitely, Sean. I appreciate you. You definitely opened my eyes on a lot of these, hey, some of these guys. You same same um, there, man. Because I like, I ain't gonna lie. I I'll tell you, I think I may have reached for in the first. Uh, let's really we're gonna recap that. Um, I just want to be just a kind of cognizant of time because uh, my producer is going in my ear, saying yeah. that uh, we we were going to do free agency, but minus two. So, so yeah. Um, uh, really quick, I think I may have reached on the 29th pick with. Devontae Wyatt, mm-hmm. Limbaum, Fale, Zion Johnson. Mm. I think we're reaches. I think if realistically, if I redid this, which will happen at some point, um, when that clap with you got with you, Sean, mm. I could see like Zion going down a little lower. Mm. Uh Limbaum probably going to a team like Tennessee. They could use a center. Um, Cincinnati, I think, with any of these guys, like you said, you had Kenyon Green, Zion Johnson, any one of those guys would be fine for 
uh, a team like Cincy. Uh, I don't think I reached. I just went before uh, we had the Russell, because I think the Russell Wilson tree, I think, kind of changed the trajectory yeah. of the draft, in I my agree. opinion. I, was I, I, I did not expect – the only quarterback I did not have in the first round was Matt Corral. Mm-hmm. That was alarming. Um, so I had wait, wait, I had one, two, three, I had four, four quarterbacks mm. in the first round. Mm. Could have had five, but yeah. could change. So um, y'all let me know y'all thoughts on the 1.0 mock draft. Uh, we were going to get into some free agency talk, but again, we're going to be cognizant of time. Yeah. Uh, so we'll probably get we'll we'll get back at you guys on a, on a future on a later date. Uh, really, I think because we're still a, well, this is the, really the first week mm-hmm. of free agency. So this is just the taste. You know, mm-hmm. stay tuned. You may see an episode from Sean Spencer on his on his channel. Uh, Let's talk football off season recap week one. You may oh, see yeah. something like that. Yeah. So definitely stay tuned for that. Um, the next video you're going to see from me is. Friday, because we gotta talk about the Washington Wizards. Mm-hmm. These boys is these boys is uh, something else, man. And the WNBA, um, the mock draft 2.0 went up. Check that out again already. Um, got again. I got again to Kathy Engelbert. Yeah. She made some comments, particularly. Well, I think these players enjoy going overseas, and the very tone. The article is very tone deaf. Yeah, very tone deaf, and it shows a lot. Um, about her as a commissioner of the league and some other stuff. And also, too, I, the WNBA league pass now is $24.99. So they eh, – hopefully that don't get, we don't get out where games are blacked out. I don't want to see that. And weird commercials. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, and until then, ladies and gentlemen, this is going to conclude episode 10 of the podcast. Um, this weekend I will have these episodes uploaded on Anchor via Spotify. I'll even work on it Friday evening. Um, but until then, um, enjoy the rest of your work week. Have a good night. Get some sleep. Shout out to Sean Spencer. Sean, thank you for joining me on this episode. Yes, and last and again, MVP. MVP. So um, definitely, definitely, definitely. Uh, until then, ladies and gentlemen, I will see you on the next episode. Y'all have a good night. Thank you, y'all. Listen, I'm easy to find. And listen, they can kiss my ass if they don't like it.